Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. My name is LaCharles Stewart and we're so glad you could join us. However, before we begin, let us open up in prayer. Lord, we just thank you for today, Lord, and we just thank you for everything that you provided for us, Lord, and Lord, we just thank you for the joy that you have placed inside of our lives as well, Lord, that you have given us everything to be joyful about, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you that we have your Holy Spirit, Lord, and your Son, Jesus Christ, as well, Lord. And we just thank you for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We thank the Lord for each and every one of you joining us and diving into the scriptures with us. We're continuing in the book of Hebrews on our study. In chapter 10, we're still discussing verses 1 through 10. But uh, with that, we want to encourage you whether it's your first time joining us or you're rejoining us, to pause the episode and just take a moment to read through that section of scripture to make things easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. And at this time, the floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, let Charles. So what the Lord was speaking to me about, and we'll move on to verses 5 and um, through 7. Therefore, when he came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me. And burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin you had no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do your will, O God. And what is very interesting here that the Lord was revealing to me is that um, we understand that the Lord gave them the sacrifices he told them to do so mm-hmm. because he understood that it was natural that they were going to make mistakes because we were humans. Mm-hmm. But we have to realize that the Lord didn't want them to have to sacrifice. If you understand what that means, meaning that for a parent, it's, you know, you're going to have to discipline your children because you're going to act up, but that does not mean that you want them to act up. You just recognize Correct. what's going to happen. Correct. And that's what we see here as well is that the Lord understand understands what's going to happen but that does not mean he wants it to happen if you understand in that regard being that he knew what adam and woman were going to do in the garden didn't mean Mm -hmm. that's what his best was for them Mm -hmm. which we know it wasn't but he understood what was going to occur Mm -hmm. and as such he had to prepare i'm not prepared he was already prepared for it Mm -hmm. but he had to allow them to go through the process of making their decision Mm -hmm. which is what we see here is that jesus is setting things correct and putting it back into order that the Lord never wanted to have um, want to discipline them in the regard, even with the children of Israel, we see Moses and his address to them. But right before he leaves, he says, when the Lord takes you from this good land, you'll look back and remember hmm. meaning that he, Moses, who was not God, he understood what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, he, you're going to leave. You're going to be taken captive. I know it. I've looked at you guys in the face and you're stubborn and stiff necked. <laughs> well, the Lord I'm, also revealed it to him. When he told him, the Lord told Moses about Abraham, right? When he showed and or told Moses what happened. And even to the point of the point Abraham having a dream. And in his dream, the Lord told him, hey, 
your sons and daughters are going to go into captivity. Well, that was Egypt. So that, that was God revealing their history. All right. But, but it's the, showing them, hey, these things are going to happen. Right. But that was a historical Absolutely. event because Moses came out of Egypt, right? But he, Moses also got to learn God's ways. Mm-hmm. He got to learn God's nature and God told them plainly. And before Moses declared it to them, if you, if you sin, these things are going to happen. Moses heard the story himself. He heard it first person from God. And he had already come to know God as truth and not a liar. So God said it, this is what's going to happen. And then also Moses had the multiple times that he interceded for the people that God gave him the opportunity to intercede. And so he said, they keep doing this. And what, okay, two plus two is four. So Moses had that opportunity to understand, and who knows the other mysteries that the Lord showed him while he was on the mountain with him, because exactly. he said, these things share, these things don't share. Mm-hmm. Only that, only what God told him to report was what he shared. That doesn't mean that was the ex- exhaustive of what God shared exactly. with him. And just like when John was in heaven, John the Revelator was in heaven, he said, don't write those things the utterings of the lightning and all that other kind of stuff. There were things that he could write and share. There were other things he could not share. So do not write them. So seal them up. Mm -hmm. God has a time and a place. Same with Daniel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Seal Mm -hmm. up that, seal up this. It's not for, it's for the appointed time. So know this about yourself and what you are going to experience. Amen. So I have a question for you, my love. Yes. Do you feel like offering sacrifices was a punishment? No. Um, in the regard of, as we have previously covered, the Lord didn't give them anything as in, he was never angry with them. That's not why he gave it with, to them. Even when we see inside of Exodus where he sent the quail, he didn't do that because he was angry. They called out for it. That's what they wanted, and he gave it to them. Now in the regard of, you guys what? ask for this and you're going to get it. Not like that. Not like in that regard. But Sinister in nature. Yes, not, or even with... Uh, I'm going to make you regret that you ever said anything about this. It's not like that. He's just giving them, he gave them what was good and perfect in the time. So that way they can understand when Messiah was going to come, what he was going to do. Mm -hmm. So let's transition (laughs) the way we're holding this in our mind. Absolutely. Because why would you give someone a way of escape if you intended to discipline? You wouldn't. Okay. Or if you had evil intent towards them. He well, wouldn't provide a way to escape. What he just but, said, the example he just gave, they had the perfect thing, manna man. from heaven. And they said, Lord, we want something else. So understanding that, we want this other meat instead. And they slandered and accused God in that process. As, right. As so, well and, but I bring that up to say this, as we examine our hearts in this, how many times have we done that in our own life where the Lord's given us his best and just because we didn't understand it or hold it correctly, I said, Lord, I want something else instead. I want something else instead of you or instead of your best in my life. And we have a free will. And the Lord will say, okay, here it is. But then we regret our choice. Mm-hmm. We regret the choice, the decision, the words that we uttered, whatever that case is, before the Lord and now have need to come and repent before him. Mm-hmm. Because the consequence of sin Absolutely. is death. Everybody, we've seen that over and over and over through the word. But uh, when it comes to looking at what we were talking about here, let's turn it over in our minds so that we understand God is not a reactionary God. He's not mm-hmm. reacting to sin and going, oh, you sin, now let me do this. No, 
No, no, no. He is enacting his plan. He's always had the plan of redemption. And we didn't cover it um, when we went over it. But in chapter nine of Hebrews, it references the heavens being purified by the shedding of the perfect blood, by the Messiah that allows for that separation that we talked about, the cleansing and the purifying of the heavenly community also came through the blood of Jesus Christ so that we who decided to choose him could have a way back, but also the um, sealing and solidifying of the separation of the two kingdoms. So keeping in mind that this is not God saying, I gave you this because you were wrong. I gave you this to cover your sins. No, not really. It's a placeholder for the Messiah because it was only his blood that did it because how else were there people that were still in hell? And when you read um, Matthew, he's talking to Jews who saw their family members coming out of the pit, coming out of Sheol. We know there's Abraham's bosom because he referenced that with the um, parable about the rich man and Lazarus. Mm-hmm. Yes, Molly. Right? So Abraham didn't come out of Sheol. There was a separate place and there was a chasm between them. So these were Jews who had offered sacrifices. They were still living within the Jewish community, but yet they were in hell. Okay. So, and the high priest had been offering those sacrifices for the sin of the nation and all of that stuff, but yet there were still people in hell. Right? Yes. yes. So, he always knew that it was the blood of Christ that was the thing. But what he's done in the Jews as being the older sibling to the church, if you will, they have also had the responsibility to declare by demonstration certain concepts and principles of God. It wasn't about they knew exactly what was going on and the depth of all that this meant and they are who made it special. It was about God said, I need you to demonstrate this in the earth. Hold on to this for me. Practice this. Walk this out because it has a greater implication in the spiritual realm that I'm bringing forth. And now I'm also, because of the manifold wisdom of God, I'm going to use this to teach you how to relate to me, teach you how to receive what my son has done, my only begotten son has done for you through his blood so that we're able to move on. But he's always been progressing towards taking it to the house, right? sealing up heaven and eternity with sin and the lake of fire and all those who would partake of it with the devil and his bunch and us having the the proper eternity being purified and sanctified free of sin and he's our god we're his people nothing else separating us from each other honey you had something you wanted to say yeah so oftentimes in scripture the lord gives us a peace so we can then go search it out right the, mm-hmm. what's it say about kings right the it is is a, a to their glory that they go search out the heart of a matter right mm-hmm. so paul or the, the holy spirit through paul referenced psalms 40 verses mm-hmm. 6 through 8 in the the portion of scripture in hebrews 10 uh, 5 through 7 i believe hold on let me let me turn back there okay. yes 5 through 7 he's referencing psalms 40 Verses six through eight, mm-hmm. but then it, it doesn't stop there. Mm-hmm. This thing was written. The scripture was written about Christ and about His ministry mm-hmm. the whole time, from all the way back here in Psalms, mm-hmm. as revealed through Holy Spirit mm-hmm. or by Holy Spirit through David. But it doesn't stop there. Again, He's talking about the Lord because then what did the Lord do with all that? Yes, 
He did the will of the Lord, but it says, starting in verse 9, right, 9 and 10, I have proclaimed the good news of righteousness in the great assembly. You can look at that as either in the heavens and on the earth, right? And he says, indeed, I do not restrain my lips. O Lord, you yourself know. I have not hidden your righteousness within my heart. I have declared your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your loving kindness and your truth from the great assembly. And if you read out the rest of that chapter, he is absolutely talking about Jesus as the Messiah, Mm -hmm. his heart towards the Lord, his obedience towards the Lord, and and the Father's will, right? That's why Jesus says multiple Mm -hmm. times, I I wouldn't have even come except that the Father sent me. Mm -hmm. I only say what the Father says. I do what the Father does. He's given me a command as to what to say or speak. I don't do anything for my own initiative. And I know that comes from a few different scriptures. Mm -hmm. I'm just compacting it all together so Mm -hmm. we can understand. But then it shows what his ministry was. He demonstrated how this was to look, how we were to live. That's why he is our pattern and example. And that's what... Paul, or the Lord through Paul, is getting at here on why his ministry and his sacrifice was perfect. Mm-hmm. And again, further demonstrating, pointing to Jesus as the Messiah, as the Christ. So we all can understand. And I say we, yes, he's writing an epistle to the Hebrews, but he's also or the Jews of the day, but he's also writing it to us. So we can fully understand Christ or the Messiah, which is Jesus, and and what he did, what he accomplished, and why. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to just um, touch back on this as well, that it's not a contradiction to say that um, the demonstration of bulls and goats wasn't to deal with sin per se. It was to demonstrate their obedience. Let's look at Daniel, for example. Where did Daniel live? In uh, the citadel. In Babylon. In Babylon. Right, so he lived in Babylon. Uh-huh. Were they making sacrifices to God in Babylon? Was there a temple there? No. No. There was a temple to other gods, but not to the Lord. Okay. Where did Daniel die? Babylon. In Babylon. In Babylon. And actually, the testimony concerning him was that he was... Loved by God and righteous uh-huh. as well, right? Yes, mommy. Yes. But he had no animal sacrifice offered for his sins because, not that he wasn't willingly commit sins, but there are sins that you don't know about that you commit against the Lord, right? That, that a human can, can commit against the Lord. But God testified about him that he was righteous, right? And, and I'm also joining that with other scriptures where he said, if these men appear before me, they could only save themselves. Their righteousness would only cover them. And one, yes, it's Robert. Noah and, excuse me, one, it's Moses and Samuel. And the other, it's Noah, Daniel, and um, Job. And Job, thank you. So people who were known to have a righteous standing with God, but he didn't have a high priest offering sacrifices for him there. They didn't even know who the high priests were, really. Neither did Job. Right. <laughs> right. And, but Job got to right. offer sacrifice at Absolutely. the end. Um, but that was for his friends. But and he offered the, them daily for his own children. The perpetual one for his kids. Mm-hmm. That was not something that was um, beneficial to his life. Absolutely. But God still loved him anyway. But I just want to bring this up about Daniel because he wasn't available to mm-hmm. a temple. 
And so just kind of the same correlation that we're talking about with present day Jews now, there's no one making sacrifice. Now, God testified of Daniel. I don't know what he's saying about anybody else, but Daniel, that he had a right relationship with him. It didn't mean that he had never committed any sin. It meant just like Abraham had committed sin. He had done things that were wrong, but God, he found grace in the sight of God, just like Mm -hmm. Moses made mistakes as well. But there was no one to offer sacrifice for Daniel. How did he still avoid Sheol. Absolutely. Right? Yes. Because it's more so about the obedience than the blood of that bull or goat as well, which is why the Lord says here in chapter 10, verse 5, sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me. So saying the entire time, the goal was Christ being the sacrifice. That's the only one who can truly cover and cleanse from sin and not just cover it but cleanse and remit sin it was always him but them coming under the shedding of the blood of bulls and goats and the sprinkling only was relevant because god said do it Uh it only brought um any kind of result because the obedience factor was the true thing that god was after right which is samuel understood that that's why he said what he said to king saul right if you um obedience is better than sacrifice that's why he said that so the obedience to what god told moses right that's what moses was walking on um, in verse 20 of chapter 9 saying this is the blood of the covenant which god has commanded you Mm -hmm. that's what made it relevant not the bulls and goats and you could even i'll say back up right to the the forefathers right abraham Mm -hmm. isaac and jacob but especially jacob what did putting stripes or putting spots on a on a stick mm-hmm. have anything to do with having lambs that were blemished mm-hmm. to then now having lambs that were not that or were the, without or blemish. the other way or the other way the lambs that were white would look at the the spotted things and they would give birth to speckle and spotted because that's what he bargained sure. for right so what does that have to do with anything what does one have to do with the other it's aside from being obedient just to what obedient God said. to the lord and that produced perfection that produced the the perfect thing only obedience so and again who did jacob have to sacrifice for him it was about relationship with the lord and as a result of that relationship a determination a choice to be obedient Amen. because of his love for him i know and this may be making your 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 hair cringe to hear that it's about obedience rather than the object because it's easier for us for a natural human to focus on an object if i turn my cap clockwise every night i'll be okay that because that means i don't have to put trust in god and take the effort to hear but so there's no cost is what you're getting at it it seems like it's a surefire thing and there's no risk involved a failure if you go if i turn my clock two times my cap two times clockwise each day i'll be okay but look at what he's saying here and meditate on it and let that get in your heart uh verse seven in the volume of the book it is written of me to do your will O god jesus did you notice didn't bust into the holy of holies um the temple and start slaughtering and sacrificing animals did anybody notice that That he didn't jump in there himself and start doing those things? Did anybody notice that he didn't go, I need to carry this out so that, just to make sure that it's done? Yes, he followed the law because of obedience to God, but everything he did was obedience. It wasn't in the volume of the book, it's written of me. I sacrificed more bulls and goats than everybody else. 
right? Uh, or I prayed more prayers, or I, right? I it was, fasted I was longer obedient. than everybody else. No, actually, the Pharisees had issues with him and his disciples for not fasting as often as everyone else did. But the, the object is, God is saying, do my will. Do my will, because if mm-hmm. you love me, you'll keep my commandments. He loved the Father, so he kept the Father's commandments. Not, I love the Father, so I sacrifice bulls and goats. I love the Father, so I tithe of mint, anise, and rue. While simultaneously ignoring or doing the exact opposite of what the Lord is commanding you to do. Amen. So just keeping in mind, it's the obedience factor that made the sprinkling with the blood of animals of any result to the children of Israel, not it being a standalone action. So Christ has it all. He did it all. He is all in all, and he fills all in all. So obedience is the example that we should take away from from this. And the blood of Jesus Christ is full. It has finished, and it has provided everything that it's needed for us. Amen. All right, let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. All right, LaCharles. Lord, we just thank you for your blood, Lord, that is better than the blood of bulls and goats, Lord, that you have made a way for us, Lord, to communicate with you, Lord, and to have a deep and intimate relationship with you, Lord. Lord, we also just thank you that you have given us the ability to show the love that you have for us to those who are around us, Lord, to encourage them to draw near to you, Lord. And Lord, we also, and furthermore, thank you that we can come to you, Lord, boldly, knowing that you hear us, Lord. And we just thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Oh, we love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.